Thursday. Thanks for hanging out with us. Lori and Julia, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Streaming at MyTalk1071.com. Also on the My Talk app. Stephanie Hansen here once again, filling in for our vacationing Julia. Lori is here and uh, the thunderstorms moving in. A tropical, in? a tropical depression. Is it going to be like a monsoon? I think we're expecting some precipitation. But yeah, it's going to be yeah. a downpour. Yeah, that's what they said, like monsoon-like rains. Oh, this is all from Tropical Depression Cristobal. Cristobal. All right. You know. <sighs> well, listen. Okay, so the uh, third and final service for George Floyd is going on right now. I don't know if you listened or it's streaming everywhere. Um, but I was talking... Um, to a friend of mine and, 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 and she was like, well, she said, you know, maybe the family can really hold on to the fact that George Floyd's name will be known and remembered and he's changed the world and all of this. And I said, but still at the end of the day, it's a brother, a son, a dad, an uncle, a friend that, and it's a whole, and the people who really knew and loved him in their lives forever. So if they could have a do over, I'm pretty sure they'd take it. They'd take the do-over, yeah. you know. that That's just what really, you know. And I know she was, like, looking at, you know. like Trying to, to find the bright side. Trying to find the bright side. But I was just, like, really thinking about what it would be like to, you know, be that George was your person. And to watch him murdered. Yes. That would be really Add dramatic. On top of it. Yeah. Just and so awful. And yeah. So the the loss of that. And I it was it's amazing that it's you know, I know we played some of the service for a while on the Colleen and Bradley show and uh but we'd played in, in its entirety the service last Minneapolis mm-hmm. and he's, you know, having three homecomings and I was asking my friend, when's the last time the whole world watched a funeral? Princess Diana. That's what she said. Yeah. That's what she thought would have been the last one. Holly, do you agree? Probably. Totally agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Prince didn't really like have a service. And I know like if mm-hmm. a pr- president of the United States, you know, they'll cut to it live and there will be a lot of people, you know, because I remember when 41, when George yep. Bush, you know, but yeah, it's Princess Diana that everyone. The collective everyone. But, yeah. Um. I think, too, you think about, I mean, when someone dies, we are the worst at knowing what to say, right? Right. And you try to think back on your own experiences of people that you've lost. And I don't know why, as humans, we have to kind of, like, tie it up in a nice little bow and say sort of that thing. Well, I I, I will say, as somebody who's had, and you've had tragic yeah. loss in your life yep. with your sister, but you were young yep. for re- the what people would say to you, but having had two nephews, two sisters, two, two nephews die by suicide. Um, yeah. If people don't know what to say, just say that you're sorry. And you're thinking of them. If when in doubt, just say, I'm sorry. And I'm thinking about you keeping you close because, um, I'll never forget. Uh, and we laugh about it now, like in a black humored type of way. But when the lady at my sister, you know, her son was 20 mm-hmm. and he was in the army and, you know, the 21 or seven, however many 21 gun salute. It was very, all these young people at the service, all these young people that get up and 
really from all walks of life that spoke at my at my nephew's uh, service. And one woman says to my sister, I know how you feel. I had to put down two dogs. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. And dogs are an important part of people's families. And but if, many people feel like they are family members, but they're not. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's my sister. She was so overwhelmed. I'm sure she was just like gobsmacked. Yeah. And she was just, it felt like it wasn't real later. But she has had people say to her on like if it's been her son's birthday or an anniversary. She's had a couple other people say to her they know how she feels about her son because they put down a dog. And uh-huh. uh, my my sister, uh, you know, almost slapped a lady in the face. <laughs> Did she? Uh, yeah. <laughs> This was just like uh, a couple months ago, on um, and it would have been his uh, 23rd birthday. And it was because now she's, you know, it's had a, three years of grieving yeah. and, and all that. And she just wanted to slap the lady in the face. So. On my mom's deathbed, because I had a sister that died when she was 18 and I was 12. And my mom died 10 years ago. And on my mom's deathbed, as we talked with her about dying and mm-hmm. sort of the final act, it was as if she was almost excited to go see <laughs> my sister. Advi- oh, you're kidding. No, she would talk about her. Oh. It was like it brought it all up again because... Um, She'd never stop missing her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also kind of a weird story, but my mom ended up sitting in the chemotherapy chair next to the woman who was the pastor's wife who was the first on the scene when my sister was killed. No way. And they pieced this together over the course of, of six months of chemotherapy. Chemo- you sit in that oh, chair Stephanie. for hours. I have goosebumps. Yeah, it was a really powerful thing that happened that they were able to put all that together. And he had literally put his coat over my sister. And my mom never knew who was there. Wow. So he actually ended up speaking at her service. He did the service. Yeah, at your mom's? Yeah. My gosh, um, I have goosebumps. That's yeah, it incredible. was a really powerful ending to that whole cycle of loss for my mom. Yeah. Of my sister. Wow. Yeah, I forgot about that whole thing. It was so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Because it does kind of just take almost like a dreamlike thing mm-hmm. when you think back at it. And it feels long ago. And but yet, I don't know. Some of it feels like it was just yesterday, even though I was littler. Yeah. Oh, Stephanie, I dread that passage of life so much. I mean, I am older to have both of my parents, but they were teenagers. So that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I mean, I could theoretically end up being like Michael Douglas and being well into my 70s and still have my parents. And I'm just like, I feel so lucky about that. But I also know you can't take anything for granted. And I just absolutely dread that passage of life more than anything. Yeah, it's pretty weird. My mom died the day of the 35W bridge collapse. And so I remember, you know, her dying that morning and driving home. Oh, my God. And just thinking, how does, like, A, the world is just going on. Right. And then B, the world is is just collapsing because the highway literally just collapsed into the river. Oh, my God. It's just feeling so surreal for yeah. so many reasons. Yeah, I, no kidding. All right, well, listen, there's uh, some surrealness happening 
uh, for some people over at Bravo and and a few other places. And a few other places. And uh, it's our story we can't get enough of. We'll be right back. I don't know if you played that song ironically or not, but uh, Judgment has come down and uh, Bravo and Evolution Media confirmed today that Stassi, Kristen, Max, and Brett of Vanderpump Rules have all been fired for their racist ways. And it, the big one is Stassi and Kristen because they've, they've been know, on since the beginning. They're they, the OGs. That's right. And the shakeup comes less than a week after us. Uh, oh, and Stassi won't be able to have her wedding televised. Jack's got to go too. And so does the Real Housewife of Orange County, Kelly Dodds. She's just unbelievable. But anyway, so the shakeup comes a week after uh, Stassi and Kristen. Uh, this the only I mean that show is so Lily White, Vanderpump Rules pretty much pretty much okay and Faith Stowers was on season, um, uh, I think season six in 2018 and uh, anyway so she did an Instagram live and anyway told her story about how horrible these two ladies uh, were to her and including. The Stassi and Kristen talking about how they called the police on Faith once as a prank for stealing something, which, of course, you know, she could have gotten in who knows, you know, what kind of trouble she could have gotten in. So they had uh, and she made other racist comments and stuff. But anyway, so she lost some brand sponsorships last week. Old Stassi did. Then this weekend, her publicist and her agent dropped her. I'm shocked, but, you know, the reality stars do get uh, that. And they both issued apologies. Stassi's was a little bit better than the other one. Um, but Kristen? Yeah, Kristen, you know, it was like, I, I don't have a racist bone in my body while they've done all this stuff. So, I mean, Bravo just, bam, they're done. It's interesting. Um, so it's interesting how this is playing out in corporate America. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> uh, bon Appetit's Adam Rapoport, who's the publisher-in-chief, um, there was a Instagram photo of his Halloween costume in blackface, um, brownface, as it were. He uh-huh. was apparently being some Puerto Rican person, was the inference that I got. And then they kind of uh, talked with some of the people of color that have written for the magazine and were not treated necessarily as fairly. And then there was also some allegations of the uh, people of color not getting paid when they would do like on camera work, like Mm -hmm. their Insta work and that the white people people would get paid. Oh my gosh! What's interesting, like Bonap- so he's fired. He or is he fired. Re- or he fired. Okay, he, well, he, re- he he resigned. resigned. Okay, fine. But and fired, his, resigned. His the same thing. He had a thoughtful, quick. It was a two sentences that basically said, "I am resigning to spend time thinking about my behavior and my actions." But even the fact that he thought he could like pay white people and then not pay his food influencers that were black. It's just like, how would that even, why would you think that would be okay? Well, why would you think you could get away with that? I'm not going to defend yeah. it. No, I know, but it's strange. But I to think me. it's this slippery slope of privilege, really. 
Because what is what is like, hey, can you just blah, 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 mm-hmm. or can you just blah, 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 and what you might ask someone at the office to do. Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of just, this isn't the same thing, but it's a sexism piece. Like, why would you think you can ask someone to get you coffee when you wouldn't ask the other person to get you coffee? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. These are all like those microaggressions that we've been talking about, right? And then it's those little things that add up that maybe in and of themselves don't create an environment where you would lose your work. But when you add all that up and then you put it into the context of the way that you create an environment that feels not supportive. Yeah. So he's out after yeah, the, those people. Mm-hmm. And is Bon Appetit still a, a good magazine of the food world? Yeah, it is. Say? And actually in some ways, because they've diversified it and added more stories of people of color, Yia Vang, who's the Hmong chef who is from the Twin Cities, he was the cover story last month. Okay. And his food is amazing. And they've done really some great features. So, it, uh, yes, it is yeah. better. Okay. And what's interesting is I was talking to my daughter, who's in her 20s, and my niece, who's also in her 20s, and all the 20-year-olds are watching the videos. They on are. YouTube and some of these um, people of color that were quoted in the article talking about Adam Rappaport's firing were people that are on the video series. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that the, you know, uh, Stassi and Kristen getting fired and then these other two guys. I didn't met, even know who those guys were. They they just joined. Yeah. They're, they're they newcomers. They must be re- Now Jax and Brittany need to go. They're the next two. Why that- do you think they need to go, Lori? Just because they're boring? No, no. Jax needs to go because uh, he he um, he targeted this Faith Stowers too. He tweeted that she was wanted by the cops when he's the one who's spent several days in jail. And then Jack's now wife for stealing Brit- sunglasses, yeah. no less. Yeah, and then Jack's now wife Brittany also called Faith's hair. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Nappy. And she was jealous of because Jackson cheated on her with Faith. He did? Yeah, and Brittany denied uh, saying that, and she defended herself and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, they, they need I th- to I didn't through. think Jax had cheated on Brittany yet. Oh, yeah. He, that, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, 
they're calling them out. And uh, Bravo's going to have to take a look at some of their other Bravo celebrities who are problematic. Some people think the whole Southern Charm cast should be fired. I've never watched that. Neither have I. Um, I'm s- still watching. Um, what's the one where they're on the yacht? Oh, below deck. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's below so dumb. deck. Well, I mean, I'm ready for them just to fire the housewives of Beverly Hills in New York, most of them, because they're so damn boring and keep fighting and crying about the same things. I mean, they're just ridiculous. But uh, the other uh, place, a couple other places, um, do you know the web, the clothing line Reformation? Uh, yeah. Kind of. So At Refinery29, is that where it is? I don't know. Two different things. Two different things, yeah. So anyway, so uh, the editor at Refinery29 um, uh, was stepped down because, uh, what did she do now? She she would step down after several employees had spoken up about the discrimination that, that was happening at that company. And then... Anna Paquin, Reebok, athletes and gyms are cutting ties with CrossFit. The CrossFit person, yeah. After the CEO's racist uh, tweet. And then the Reformation founder, um, racism accusations from former employees. And uh, so she she has admitted that she has failed. You know what this feels like a little bit? When the wall started crumbling after the Harvey Weinstein yeah, situation and people started feeling more comfortable in coming out against him. Yeah, and it was just sort of we watched one by one by one by one yeah. the dominoes <laughs> fell. Yeah, and it yeah the same kind of thing uh, is is happening again. And I mean, Bravo, uh, like I'm, I don't know how much pressure they got because all this stuff came out last year. These these things said in the. The podcast that Stassi and Stassi and Kristen had uh, straight up with Stassi. This was said like two years ago mm-hmm. where they were like, you know, we're going to just start calling the police and let's do this. It was basically they thought they were pranking Faith and they were going to call the police on her about, you know, stuff she stole. Hmm. So it wasn't like they did it a couple of years ago but they're just now getting fired for it which i guess well is fine. sometimes it just takes the but, institution a while to get caught up with you know who's uh, kind of happy about all this leah michelle hold my beer oh <laughs> because she's not the main focus right now no but now the beauty people are coming out about how awful leah michelle was when she had her million dollar l'oreal contract which she basically mean girled herself out of good lord All right, listen, we will be back. All right, time for some ITOC traffic. That's going to start in Medota Heights this afternoon, 35E northbound. Watch out for a crash from 494 to Highway 62. In Richfield, 35W northbound, a crash from American Boulevard to 494. And Highway 52 northbound, watch out for a crash and a stalled vehicle. That's happening on 52 northbound in St. Ball by Plato Boulevard and 94. That's your my talk traffic. Your five eyewitness news weather forecast includes thunderstorms today, a cooler temperatures happening uh, this afternoon with a high of 83 temperatures dropping as the storms move in through the Twin Cities. Uh, tonight, very, uh, cloudy skies with a low of 60. The rain continuing through tomorrow morning, cooler temperatures high of 70. Windy conditions as well. Right now at the my talk studio, 69 and raining. Hey, everybody. 
thanks for hanging out with us. Yes, I know. Stassi of Vanderpump's rule is pronounced Stassi. Thank you, Don, for telling me. But that just shows you what a pain in the ass she always was. <laughs> that her name looks like Stacy, and it's got to be pronounced Stassi. I mean, she, I'm just saying, she's got to be devastated. No wedding will be, she won't be able to have a Bravo wedding. Well, devastated from that she's a little bit thirsty. Yeah. And the financial aspects are probably pretty lucrative. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, she knew, I don't know, the publicist and the agent, did they have a head up? Because they they quit on her on Saturday. Yeah, I don't know. They're like, we can't, we can't help you. Um, I know we talked about this yesterday briefly, but have you seen, I don't know why I think this is so funny, but probably because I'm from the Naked family. You know, we talked about Chris Cuomo. Yeah, being naked behind That's really... Okay, so can we just talk about that for one second? He was forest bathing in the nude. He was just, you know, walking around getting vitamin D. Yeah, I don't know what kind of backyard they have. (laughs) Forest bathing. He was getting... Blessed sunrise on his Who wiener. needs sunrise on their Schwanzengruben? Maybe he was going to do some perineum sunning. Oh. Well, he his wife was Did doing like her... That? I mean, I used a good word. <laughs> good job. Anytime yes. you can use the word perineum, perineum in a sentence, that's a bonus. His wife was recording an Instagram live yoga class right. for her followers. Right. And, and maybe he didn't know. And probably not, because you can clearly see him in the background just forest bathing. Full on and his back is to you, so you can't right. see the Schwanzengruben. But yeah. I'm like, who and I mean I'm married to the naked guy, right? Right. But like who hangs out in their backyard naked? Well, first of all, it's tick season even in Connecticut. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I mean that right there would preclude me from being forest bathing during tick season because those little suckers can get anywhere. Yes, they really can. They really, really. Can. It's a bad tick season, friends. Too is just it? Just so you know. Yep, it's terrible. I've already had four. You're kidding. And I usually can get through a season with maybe one. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know. Anyway, and he's obviously he's already had the the Rona, so he's not worried about limes. you know and maybe yeah wait tell me about the link you're making between coronavirus and Lyme disease he's already just said okay he's come out the other side of of a life-threatening illness disease get me you know what i mean he's got that whole superman uh feeling but no that that i i did i did really like that chuckle it made me chuckle because he was standing at the corner of the house so his naked forest bathing was split. You just you had couldn't one... see the butt crack, nothing, no. just the nudity on all sides. Yeah, un- you know, un- unless he decided he would just give her a little gift of getting more Insta followers without <laughs> telling her and just kind of cracking. He's become very popular with his brother and their whole CNN sort of live show yeah. as Chris was diagnosed. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I was very happy that um, one of the, I, I think it was only GMA and may, I guess CBS did too, but they did celebrate, um, you know, the life of, uh, you know, Bonnie Pointer. Cause I was like, who of the morning? I'm always, it's like mm-hmm. my litmus test. Are people going to acknowledge, you know, uh, that we lost somebody? Cause, oh my gosh, I was I played Heaven Must Have Sent You last night on my Alexis so loud. <laughs> I wonder what my neighbors thought. But here, here is a GMA. We are celebrating the life of singer Bonnie Pointer, one of the founding members 
of the Pointer Sisters. She got her start singing with her sisters in their father's Oakland, California church. Bonnie co-wrote the song Fairy Tale, which won them the Grammy for Best Country Group. The Pointer Sisters, the first African-American group to ever perform at the Grand Ole Opry. She recorded five albums with her sisters before starting a solo career, recording this hit, oh, this Heaven song. Must Have Sent You. Wiped away all my sadness. Viola Davis tweeting overnight, your contribution contribution to music was extraordinary. You and your sisters brought me much joy. Amen to that. Aww, and even the pointer, the other pointer sisters said if it hadn't been for Bonnie, there wouldn't have been any pointer sisters. She's the one who did was, that. And I did not know that about uh, that they won a Grammy for fairy tales and they were the first black uh, group to be at the Grand Old Opry. That's pretty impressive. You'd think that Charlie Pride maybe well, would maybe have. Maybe the, the group. Yeah, the group potentially. Of women. Yeah, the group of women, I think, is what they were referring to. But then I was like, okay, now I got to go listen to this song, Fairy Tales. I, it's heaven, must have said. That's just my song. It's a jam. It's just such, yeah, such, such a good jam. Also, um, uh, Janet Jackson, she's out there. She uh, posted a very powerful Black Lives Matter message and has uh, she finally gotten divorced from that guy know, that wasn't so nice to her i don't do we know i don't know okay if she's gotten divorced from he is so much money but they seem to have worked out yeah something. it got real quiet all of a sudden so you know I, she's got money but he's got a lot of money yeah. and he lives in london so i'm very curious about what exactly is going on but she she did write, uh, you know, she had a tweet it contained the list of black men and women who've been victims along with uh, violence. And then Janet reading her statement and I was we were going to play it, but it was slightly robotic for me mm -hmm. to listen to. So I just thought I'm going to make an executive decision and just let you know that Janet had a great message, but her reading of it was just too robotic <laughs> for me to repeat to repeat. So but she's, uh, you know. Over the, you know, she's she's been more out loud with her activism since, you know, I feel like... Getting rid of the guy. Getting rid of the guy, yeah. exactly. Uh, Lollapalooza, if you were thinking you were going to that in August in Chicago, you are not. You're joining oh. all the rest of the di disappointed music fans that have had everything. The Edina Art Fair was canceled yesterday, too. They had moved it, and it was officially canceled. When was it going to be? Uh, it was going to be in August. August? I believe. Oh, and, shit. Yeah, it's officially canceled. All right. Well, yeah, Lollapalooza is canceled, but it's, they're going to have people perform it virtually. Now, whether or not that's a charge ticket. Have I, you watched anything virtually that you've legitimately enjoyed? I have the thing that I have enjoyed. I have watched some Facebook, mm -hmm. you know, like I get a kick out of, I love Dan Israel. I love the Von Tramps, uh, Katie Vernon. I mean, there've been yeah, some Katie local, Vernon's great. She's really great. I did see a, G, a GB Layton, but Aaron Schwab does her she does Friday her thing. night with Jay Fuchs. So yeah. Um, but then sometimes I long for, I, and I just, Casey and I find some, we'll, we just go scouring YouTube and put it up on TV and watch a concert in 
the house. Like we watched a, oh, that's fun. an 80s suburb show at First Avenue. Fun. Yeah. And then I was just jumping around the living room pretending like I was in First Avenue. Like you were there. Yeah. So that rabbit hole has also been kind of fun for watching live music. Because, I mean. I sort of like singer-songwriter music. And I like sort of the folkies. And yeah. I like the banjo music. And uh, I have to say that is really intense to watch. When someone's in their home and they're already sort of an introverted, like music, yeah. and then they get on the Facebook or whatever, and they're just sort of mumbly and it doesn't yeah. really translate. And then their kids running back and forth behind them while they're in their very poignant moving song. Right. It's not been the best experience. Yeah. What I will say is very early on in Corona, Willie Nelson's, um, I don't remember the name of his annual thing that he does that's kind of the... The um farming yeah that's mm-hmm. it i watched that and it was like the first week of rona and they had uh woody harrelson with paul simon and Edie Brickell singing and it was really impromptu but before like anyone had anything really like figured out so it was yeah. almost so organically cool yeah it was like the, it's one of the only things i've watched that's been like Entertaining, right? Right. I know Pamela McNeil did one from the like the fireside room at Chan Hassan, and she's really good. So, I mean, I think it just depends on what you're in the mood for. Did you see that Mick Sterling's going to be doing car he, concerts in yeah. Burnsville? Oh, is with he? the city of Burnsville, yeah, there was a whole good. four weeks announced, four dates announced. I think this car concert thing is going to get us through the summer, Lori. I, they please get more of them going. Mm-hmm. You're a festival organizer. I know we're talking about it. Do it. We're talking about it. Get a park, make big circles, social distancing circles. And, you know, like they did in Central Park. Yeah, we have a great venue, actually, that could totally accommodate this. And we're talking about it. Okay, And you'll you'll be the first to know when we book something. But it'll be probably, you know, it'll be bands from here. I mean, I don't know the bands are traveling, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Are you talking national? Oh, really? Likely. Yeah, it'll be. Yep. Please have the bad man open for them. The bad man? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that your new? It's the newest uh, band I've signed to my imaginary record label. Okay. You know, I signed one or two a year. A couple of years ago, it was American Scarecrows, you know, way back when. It was Pamela McNeil. Uh-huh. It's a real, real diverse um, group of. I would sign Jeremy Messersmith and all of his terrible so songs. I love that guy. Yeah. Did you watch? He did a whole series where he just sang. What he called his terrible songs. Songs. Was that the 24-hour concert? No. No. He's done that, too. Yeah. He's funny. Yeah. With his ukulele. Uh, all right. Listen, um, when we come back, we've got a little TV news and some other music news for you. Hey, everybody. Hello. Stephanie Hansen, thank you so much for filling in for Julia. What's She'll be back oh, tomorrow. Yeah. And um, I'm sure she... Uh, enjoyed bozeman i do know she was at a protest march last friday oh cool with uh in bozeman in bozeman yeah that's amazing yeah so we'll get the whole uh, lowdown on that also two of my other bands that i've signed in my imaginary record label trapper shoop and the shackletons are okay just so you know and um uh, Trapper Shoop. Shoop, that's a good band name isn't it a good Uh band name i know so okay so uh this is, I just think this is so, I don't know, maybe it's because I've been so 
disappointed with People Magazine and the lame, lame cover covers. People Magazine took a turn about two years ago for the serious worst. Yeah. It I, went from like kind of some celebrities, some other human interest stuff, good book reviews to like a a little bit better us weekly but not by much i feel like they lost some staff 100 percent, they had to have yeah so i so happy about um anderson cooper you know being the cover of this week with the cute baby with his little baby wyatt this is a dream come true and um so yeah you know following in the footsteps of other hollywood people uh you know He's gone to People Magazine and not just the Instagram with the picture of the baby. And um, it's the first time people's ever had a pride issue. That is their uh, first ever. But um, that's kind of weird, too, isn't it? Yeah. First ever. Yeah. But we're having gay apple pie and I like it a lot. But here's what he said that is so sweet. He 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 said um When I was 12 years old, he tells people, and I knew I was gay, and I thought about my life. It always upset me because I thought I will never be able to have a kid. This is a dream come true. So It it feels like my life has actually begun, and I sort of wonder, what was I waiting for? This is a new level of love. It's unlike anything I've experienced, yet it's very familiar and incredibly special and intimate and it's really extraordinary and now i'm crying at things i never cried before but maybe it's because i'm unbelievably tired too. (laughs) (laughs) so anyway he does a whole thing online where he goes through he shows you the baby's nursery and there's some art that his mom did gloria vanderbilt um then what is interesting about him is he broke up with his partner before the baby came yeah and they are are they co-parenting? Uh, they call themselves um, co-parents and p- former partners. Okay. They have a very good working relationship together around the baby. He fully calls the other guy, uh, I'm sorry, I should call him by his name, Benjamin, Benjamin his, the, uh, the dad. Yeah. They're both dads. Yeah. And I think that that's pretty evolved to break up with someone no and to agree that you're going to, for the rest of your life, co-parent yeah. when you don't have to. Yeah. I I mean, look at how, so, I mean, I was always impressed with the fact that, and I remember my friend Charlie Rollins told me this, I'm like, God, all you gay guys stay friends after you break up, and he goes, there's, we gotta stick together. Well, maybe. You know, he said, there's no room to, he said, you, you just, it's just, you don't have a lot of bad breakups in that way. I mean, of course, obviously there's exceptions. Sure, sure. I can think of uh, one couple bitter bitter enemies like you know <laughs> yeah like i've i've seen with other couples you know in the straight world when you would break up because you've had three right three breakups like big I've, ones or two? Two. two i've divorced two husbands okay. uh, we're but not like keeping score annulled. i'm just curious they both were annulled just fyi okay <laughs> they both got annulments uh were you bitter ready yeah, no, because I think I would I be so the worst. Not me. Not like me. I think I'd be revengeful. No. and mad. It all depends on how. But both times it was my idea, so the dumper is not as bitter as the dumpy. Okay, the dumpy is usually the bitter Betty or Fred. Okay, yeah, all right. But if you're the in the dumping um, seat, 
<laughs> feels a lot better. If you're in the dump. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of true. And then also on this first ever Pride issue, they do have a big story on uh, mourning George Floyd and fighting for real change. So that's in there. Um, I would love you to please watch the video online of Anderson Cooper going through the nursery, nursery of the baby because yeah. the art that he has in this nursery is fantastic. Incredible. He has a Diane Arbus that's amazing. Yeah. In the baby's room. Yeah. Well, yeah. He is the son of Gloria Vanderbilt. Um, by the way, if anyone was watching Grease, the sing along on Sunday oh. night, <laughs> nobody uh, no. said nobody. <laughs> Because CBS put that in for their Tony, because it was going to be the Tony Awards on Sunday night. Okay. And um, Broadway was very mad because they were like, we could have come together. You could have shown clips of past Tony Awards performances. I mean, there's so much theater stuff going on. All, you know, the ghost light in every theater mm-hmm. is on. And um, anyway, nobody watched it. No one wanted to sing Grease's the word ABC Celebrity Family Feud had like a million, <clears throat> million more viewers. Okay. Yeah, nobody watched well, it. I, the Disney sing-along I kind of got because I can see as a family, family and with kids. Beyond that, can we be done with these sing-along ideas? I Please. Though, unless it's rent. Yeah. You <laughs> if do it that was one? rent, I would be there for it. Yeah. Anyway, they just were like, why... I don't know. Nobody watched it. I so cannot. They won't I just in. wonder what we're going to come out on the other side with when creativity starts to burble again. Will we get new? Will we stop just retreading all the old? And I guess we'll get some really bad reality television because that's cheap and inexpensive and can start producing and filming right away. Yeah. Did you watch, um, you know, it's just a three-parter on AMC quiz. It's the true About story. the quiz show. Well, it's the true story of, you know, how to be a millionaire, which started in England. You know, no, I didn't watch this. It followed uh, Killing Eve on AMC, which that season went by so fast. But it is that was a- the worst season finale, by the way. <sighs> I just watched season three season finale and I it was, was like disappointing, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Except for that one beatdown that happened. Yeah. But it was still just like. Yeah, I agree. So but that show, How to Be a Millionaire. Do you want to be a millionaire? That started across the pond, and then it came to America. Disney bought it. So it's the story of that first season, and it's called Quiz. Michael Sheen is like the game show host, and the lady from Fleabag who played Phoebe Waller-Bridge's sister. Yeah. I look like a pencil. Remember when she cut her hair? She's sitting on the porch. That show was so good. So funny. That so was just funny. a great, and it was so uncomfortable. Yeah, so the, she's in it, but it's just this three episode. It It's pretty okay, good. Quiz. Just because it's based on this true story about these people who, these nerdy British people who totally gamed the system, and they're so dumb, and I can't believe they got away with it. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I know. It was kind of good. And then um, also... Um, uh, if you're a fan of The Flash, you know, somebody got fired from that show because uh, one of the actors, um, Hartley Sawyer, got fired for his racist BS. So people are just like, you're out of here, buddy. You know, <laughs> buddy, buddy. Anyway, uh, and I'm still recommending, Holly, I don't know if you finished it, Mrs. America. 
I haven't finished Hulu? it yet, but I want to. Oh, I gotta I write know, these I know, down. I know. You, it, it you is gotta so watch this show. It's if you're just kind of looking for something, um, and then of course I will always go back to Outer Banks, White Lines. Get those kinda, two shows. Kind of have sexy scenarios. Yeah. And, and this holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.